agency's policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is June 6th. 2013 and welcome to episode 19 of sleeping with the elephant podcast where we put the you in color commentary with myself mr paul swickard and joining me this time only ever is mr ryan murphy hello ryan hey uh i'm celebrating episode 19 with a alcoholic beverage uh, oh what, what are we drinking this evening uh well to, uh booze I, I to be honest i'm actually drinking pepsi max but episode hey, 19 you can't tease that 19 remind i'm saving all my uh alcohol soaking powers for nutacular um episode 19 reminds me of when i was 19 19 is the legal drinking age here in canada mostly across the whoa at least in the province hold it mm. is that true it's very true actually if we were to uh, uh i remember my okay. friends when we America. were step it up guys Warrior, yeah this can't stand. What are you, twenty one? If, if the Canadian if the Canadians can drink at nineteen, oh um, that makes me sad. Don't forget that our beer isn't watered down, so it's I'm even more sad powerful to be here. An American. The um, beer is not as good. That's not true. We have actually some pretty very good beer. Which you will find out assuming that you, you know, join us in the next month. Well, I mean, I am. Everything's booked in hell. It'll be pretty expensive to back out now. Um, uh, I, I'm curious, though. Like, if I were to go to a, an American bar and order a Canadian, is that an import beer? Or is it just a domestic beer because Canadian is owned by an American company? Uh, okay. Uh, I, is, is that true? <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, I mean... I, that's what's throwing me, is... So we own Canadian beer? Well, no, well, okay. Molson Canadian, the company Molson, I believe, is owned by an American corporation. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that in and of its... Okay, I just... Faith restored America. You're on notice, though. Actually... Uh, <laughs> y- y- uh, yes, it would be an import, I promise. Okay. Well, I have a funny story, actually, that reminded me, talking about... Speaking of beer... Um, overheard on, on a conference call to uh, a couple days ago um someone was complaining that one of our bridges at work was torn down and used for firewood and the person says <laughs> and this is a trail up, up in alaska really? yeah yeah trail up in alaska and they said that uh they said uh we we believe it was americans because we found a lot of budweiser cans around <laughs> i was like yeah i'm gonna tell yeah, paul okay that. no self-respected canadian would ever drink budweiser uh, well, is that, I mean, is that true? No, that's not true. Budweiser's is well respected up here, but they just—I think they were. She was making a joke. <laughs> was probably Americans though. I mean, Canadians would know how to chop down a tree. Uh, humor from a public statement in a public works company—that doesn't—from that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Well, sometimes it slips out. All right. All right. Nineteen men. Yeah, our legal drinking age is 21. Yeah. For a long time. Well, has there been any sort of um, attempt to change that? Uh, minor. No, no one's... 
no one's doing anything about it really like it's very low on our list right now we owe a lot of money so that's usually the first thing and obama seems to like have another scandal a week you could just super tax beer and then lower the rate then more people are buying beer therefore more money is coming into the government it's win-win Oh man, if we lowered the drinking age, it would definitely increase alcohol sales. No question. No question. Legal that, alcohol sales. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I mean, like, okay, ninety percent of the time, if you're, if someone else is, if a person underage is consuming alcohol, right? Ninety percent of the time, they got it from somebody who could legally purchase it. Oh like, yeah. They didn't for just sure. lift it. So, I mean, straight up, you there would definitely be an uptick i probably not as much as you might expect but there would definitely be an uptick enough to make a difference probably yeah well i mean you know we all can't be ontario but we definitely all can't be quebec because their drinking age is 18 um so wait so hold up you your drinking age varies from i don't know what you call it province yeah province to province is different um Drinking age, Canada. Uh, yeah, I believe the majority is 19, but I know uh, from experience that Quebec is 18 because uh, as a wee child, the age of 18, we used to head up to Quebec to actually drink. It's actually cheaper up there, too, because I don't think it's like regulated or whatever, but yeah. All right. It's cool stuff. Alcohol. Uh, don't do drugs, kids. Drink responsibly. <laughs> uh you know what? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm... we, you know, because they'll listen. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, it's actually 18 in Alberta, Manitoba, and Quebec. Uh, and underage drinking is permitted under the supervision of parents. Whoa! So I, as a child, hold up, really? Yeah. So I, I and I've actually seen this. I mean, I was at uh, my girlfriend's sister's sweet 16 birthday party. There was like 50 underage drinkers there. And because the parents were there supervising, um, the cops came and they couldn't they couldn't do anything. They they said, oh, "I'm going to have to ask you to turn your music down, uh, but make sure these kids all get home safe." And obviously they did. You know, responsible parents. Um, but yeah, under the supervision of parents, people are allowed to drink underage to, to a certain extent. I think there's a, a an age limit. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't. I'm, wow. I'm pretty sure a cop would be upset if like a 14 year old was drinking. Even under the supervision, I think it's like 16, 17. Wow. Dude. Mm-hmm. You guys have some laws that make a little bit of sense. Well, drinking is sort of a pastime here. Um, so it makes <laughs> sense to kind of give it some leeway. All right. All right. We should move on. Yeah. Drinking. We, on this week's Heritage Minute, seeing mm. as how we love talking about the Heritage Foundation for <laughs> the Canadians. Hey, if someone wants to send the American equivalent, we will data mine it. Okay. <laughs> but for now, yeah, all we have is It needs Canada. to be really old. Like, this needs to look like it was done in the early 80s kind of a thing. This is early 90s stuff. Or maybe I said it 80s. needs to look like it's done in the early 80s we make fun of canadian tv now Uh, can't we all just get along apparently not just watch heartland so this is let me let me preface for you let me preface this for you folks uh this is about Mm d-day and this is once again canadians trying to usurp what was an american pastime so let's just (laughs) 
<laughs> let's just get to let's just get to this. You're gonna you're gonna hear some stuff. Do that Brit thing. Come on. Musician and broadcaster Johnny Lombardi would continue to play a prominent role in our popular culture for another half century. But not before he and the men of the 7th Canadian Infantry had earned the world's gratitude for what they did at Juneau Beach. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, I still don't. Okay, so you're gonna have to explain that to me and to everybody. Sure. What What was he? What was the significance of the horn? Is he like? Are you taking credit for that now too? No, I, I think I I didn't really look into it too much, but I believe what was going on is they were uh, in the earlier clip. You were listening to them talk after a war or after a big battle. They were sort of just relaxing, uh, and. Uh, the horn was meant as this guy. This is how he entertains his troop and keeps them f- frosty, I guess. And I guess he's a radio personality as well. Uh, I don't know if he survived the war or not, but but that just show it, it just kind of showcases Canadians at war, and um, evidently we like to play trumpets and just keep things, you know, quiet, calm. You know, not all yes sir, no sir. Let's go shoot some peeps, um, like you. So Americans. basically. So basically, undisciplined heathens. Um, I, you know what? <laughs> we we did some good stuff in in the World Wars. Uh, we were, you know, Americans like to to take the spotlight, and we're happy to step hey. back and let that happen. But <laughs> we were there on Juno Beach. We had we played a great part. Um, I mean, we didn't get a movie All made about it. All three of us. There's at least eight people in the clip, Paul. <laughs> you could have Is at least said eight. Accurate. Historically accurate, folks. You heard it. If there's anything the Heritage Minute strives for, Paul, it's to be historically accurate. That's exactly right. So, you're, dude, you don't want to. You do not want to take credit for our wars, especially the ones that we're. Proud Did you of. say our wars? World <laughs> war. It's called World War Two. It happened in Europe. How many games have you? You guys didn't where even the start. Not the Nazis. You didn't even join the war until uh, hey, Pearl hey. Harbor. Don't cloud this statement of emotion with facts. Same thing happened in World War One. You guys didn't jump in until there was still you were threatened. You were never there helping the mother country. You were there because. And when did Canada decide to raise we, the day one and send in their three soldiers into battle? The Queen says we're gonna fight some Nazis, and we were right there beside her. Like, let's go. We got our uh, mascot yeah, bear. The queen still has her claws in good old Canada, the frosty area that is known as Canada. Well, we've thawed, and uh, but yeah, we're <laughs> shut up. We went because we wanted to, and also because the queen it, told us to. There was a direct threat to the queen, right? And you're beholden to the queen. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Maybe we just like the queen better than you do. Uh, that is for damn sure. Next. Folks, you may have heard about this, but it's worth noting here. Uh, Canadians are on the warpath. <laughs> I think just it, it's a little bit scary. Uh, Beaver kills the fisherman. Like, straight up kills him. Yeah. Let me, let me here, I got a clip for you. This comes to us from the HuffPo 
and that is much appreciated. A fun idea for a photo resulted in a fisherman's death. Now, the unnamed fisherman was driving towards a lake in Belarus with several friends when he spotted a beaver on the side of the road. A 61-year-old man stopped the car and attempted to pose for a photo with the animal, but when he tried to touch it, the beaver used its razor-sharp teeth to bite the man several times. Now, one bite hit a major artery in his leg. The fisherman's friends were unable to stop the bleeding, and he was declared dead when he arrived at the hospital. Now, this is just... Yeah. Hmm. That's... Just so you know, this did not, in fact, happen on U.S. or Canadian soil. Well, we're, but, uh, we're starting small. We're starting with Belarus, and... This we'll, was in Belarus. We'll work our way up. Yeah. I, ugh. I've seen some of the pictures of what the beaver did to this dude is not pretty is not pretty like hey folks don't freaking don't take pictures of what with like next to wild animals don't do it well there's a reason they're called wild animals even if it's you think it's a harmless beaver and you know and and you know they're in canada's back pocket so just be careful yeah don't even don't even try to be wary of the fury of the patient man. And I don't know anybody except maybe Utahns that are more patient than Canada. So what you're saying is we should watch out for beavers when we go to Utah? I'm saying that you need to watch out for beavers in Belarus and everywhere. So don't go to Belarus is what you're saying. No, I'm One saying... One star reviews on the Belarus iTunes store. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't even know what to call you. Belarusians? That actually sounds pretty cool. Belarusians. All right. We're Welcome back to up. the official Belarusian podcast where we put the bell in Belarus. Uh, be careful. <laughs> and from what I saw, the beaver was pretty damn big. So I'm not terribly surprised because, I mean, like, if it has a bite, and obviously beavers do, if it wanted to and it hit the right spot, which apparently it did, on your leg, you could bleed to death, which sounds like exactly what happened. Well, you do know what they're they use their teeth for don't you paul i do i've seen cartoons i've seen the beaver bite into a block of wood and you know like pad the thing down with their tail i've seen yes okay i'm fair i'm well acquainted with what beaver's function is uh, that I, and comedy i, I kind of i don't really understand why you said cartoon i mean you could have lied and said documentary when you say cartoon <laughs> it's not helping your case i you, <laughs> Do you guys learn insane. everything from cartoons? A lot, dude. Hey, don't don't knock it. All right, you learn some pretty good things. Like for example, I learned that it's not a good idea to strap a rocket to your back with roller skates on. I learned that from Mister Wild E Coyote. You uh, shouldn't do it. I've uh, also learned that you don't fall off of a steep cliff until you look down. So, if just word to the wise, again, <sighs> this is beaver and cliff safety. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, my favorite thing I learned from cartoons was uh, sentence enhancers from SpongeBob SquarePants. I, dude, you're. I never watched SpongeBob. Wow, oh, you're missing it's, out. It's beyond my time, my friend. Yeah, it's beyond my time too. But it was one of those like cartoons that sort of like penetrated the uh, uh, high school. Uh, it was pretty big. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and suggest that that is a result of Canadian high school. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I just, We're like Russia. We get everything like 10 years. It's like, ugh. oh, great. We get to watch the new Miami Heat episodes. Like, uh, what? 
one-star reviews from our Russian audience. Don't do that. You're starting wars with everybody, man. I am. I've been spending too much time with you, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But we're also starting wars with other forms of wild- wildlife. Huh? We are. Huh? With skateboards. With that, with, how's that for a segue? Um, so the, here's the story. I'll just give you the headline. Man fights off cougar with skateboard. This is in Canada. So, Ryan, I'll leave it to you to describe how one defends yourself with skateboard against a cougar. Well, And I'm I not mean, talking about a woman. Damn it. You ruined it. I was going to say, Sorry. I was going to say, this story does not take place in a bar at 1 a.m. in the morning. Um, my, it, my joke was better. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this takes place in a national park, uh, Banff, in uh, Alberta. I I'm sorry, what? Banff. Spell that. B-A-N-F-F. Got it. Okay. What I thought you said, and I'm pretty sure what everybody was thinking was Banff. B-A-M-F. Banff. Ban. If you have a Banff in Canada, I think that's pretty freaking sweet. What's a Banff? I said Banff. What's a Banff? It sounds the same. Are you serious? Uh, You don't know what Banff is? Badass no. mother effer. Oh, I've never heard that. It's a Banff. Well, this is Banff. This is far from a badass motherfucker. This is a, a national park. Non-mother... I don't know. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so basically what happened is the guy was walking the trails with his uh, earbuds in, probably listening to the morning stream on his tweaked audios or something, um, and a cougar attacked him. And all he had was his skateboard, so he just started waving it. I mean... Um, he initially reported it anonymously because he was worried he would get charged for disturbing wildlife. Um, because I don't that's think it works that way. Well, I mean, if you do, well, hold up, it's Canada, so maybe. Do you value the lives of your pets? It's it's more different. so than people. In this case, it's different because it was self defense. But if you were to go in there and see uh, see like a nest or possibly like a, a den of some kind of animal and throw shit at it or break it, <laughs> then that would be you would be written up for that. That would be against the law. Um, you would be written up and a letter sent home to your parents. No, we have park rangers just like you guys. <laughs> They, you get a you get a ticket, yeah, a fine, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Jail time, maybe. They make <laughs> you do chores. I don't know. No, go ahead. I'm just giving you shit, man. But, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, that was pretty much it. I mean, he he fended off. He did exact. The park ranger said he did exactly what he needed to because when you're sort of attacked by a cougar like that, you're supposed to not de- appear defenseless you're supposed to try and attack it and and approve dominant prove don dominance and the cougar did run away um <laughs> established dominance dominance it does don- sound dominance. like does sound like we're talking about the bar cougar as opposed to a park cougar <laughs> um that's why i found this story so funny but why because your mind immediately went to okay some high school kid is being attacked by a, a woman and that person decides to beat that woman off with skateboard. See, it writes itself. <laughs> All right. That, it is. That's true. That's true. It does write itself. But honestly, we need to move on. We do. We do. 
Martin Short. He he is star of many stage and screen films. Of course, they're not stage stage star stage and screen. Apparently, you guys have a three dollar coin, <laughs> which one we don't have a we don't have a three dollar coin. It's like one two. Of the- we don't even have a three dollar bill. So please do you. Do I want to know why Martin Short is designing? A- uh, it's one of many coins that the Royal Canadian Mint puts out as a collector coin. It's not in circulation. I, I did oh, Okay. So it's it's one like it's one of those coins where you go to the, the Canada Post and say, uh, "Oh, I want that one." Well, that coin's worth three dollars. Says three dollars on it, but it's actually worth a hundred dollars because it's one of those collector coins. It's weird. Oh. I never really got collecting special money. I mean, it's just it seems odd paying a hundred dollars for a two dollar coin. Anyways, Martin Short, uh, Canadian legend. I didn't know that he was Canadian. To be honest, you just assume everybody who's good at what they do is American <laughs> if they're involved in Hollywood, hey. don't you? Hey, man, I'm just saying. What did you think he was? I I assumed <laughs> that I may have assumed. <laughs> <laughs> he was an American. And why did you assume he was American? Because he is a fairly he's fairly <laughs> known in the acting community. Right. That what, so that, that makes him American. What about right. Jim like, Carrey? I, I is assume, he American? Okay, this is how bad this is. Most of Americans assume that the cast of Game of Thrones is entirely American, even though nothing like almost literally nothing could be further from the truth. They all like, sound I, British. I, I I understand that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, okay, like uh, Jamie Lannister, I can't pronounce that man's name. But they will assume that he's an American because he speaks He speaks normal. <laughs> he speaks normal. He doesn't speak weird. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, I guess that's the difference between me and you guys is that, like, usually when I see that, I, I nowadays I'm sort of more informed that I assume, like, Oh, they're probably British. Like I don't, I'm, you know, I watch a lot of Walking Dead, and it's like, yeah, they're probably British, you know. But there are a lot of American actors on there, and I, I know that uh, Canadian actors aren't like they don't put it out there, and they certainly don't advertise it when they're saying, "Go see the Avengers," where there's at least two Canadians on the acting roster. I mean, uh, Mike Myers was a, a very flamboyant Canadian when it came to his. Uh, press circuits like he would wear toronto maple leaf jerseys on letterman you know um but again he doesn't really do many movies anymore so i guess that's true i actually know martin short like and maybe you can maybe you can set me straight i know him mostly Mm -hmm. from and and i've seen him in plenty of other movies but i know him mostly from the three amigos yeah and cat and captain ron that is how i know him oh uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I know he's in. Like, aren't you Father of the Bride? Well, I don't yes, know Martin is. Short. <laughs> yes, he is in Father of the Bride. He's like a bit character. He's like the wedding planner or something. Yeah, he's the, he's the wedding planner. Um, I yeah, he does the Jiminy Glick and all that fun stuff. Uh, yep. But yeah, he's designing a, a three dollar coin, and it features his uh, wonderful cottage in Cottage Country, Muskoka. Ooh. Again with the cottage country, man. I, th- I'm telling you, all the famous Hollywood actors own a cottage somewhere in cottage country. 
including Martin Short, evidently. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That's fine, I suppose. That's okay. All right, good for good for Martin Short, I suppose. Y'all, you all must be bored hiring celebrities to do to design these things. Yeah, just like uh, BlackBerry hiring that singer chick to be um, executive. Right, right. Actually, that's Thank Canadian you. too. So I know. Probably that didn't <laughs> Thank help. Thank you my for class. proving my point. I'm trying to think of what an American company would do. Oh, I can't man. think of anything. Folks, you need to hear this story. It needs to be heard, and you need to laugh. Preach it. And this is is I shouldn't laugh. I, I felt I read this and I felt a little guilty laughing at it. That is that is the degree, and I'm a little dark anyway, so that should give you a hint about what's coming. Te- a Texas jury. Uh, that should tell you something immediately. Sorry, Texans. <laughs> a Texas jury acquitted a man for the murder of a woman he hired as an escort after his lawyers claimed he was authorized to use deadly force because she refused sex. I have a question. <laughs> you should probably have more than a few questions. Well, at this okay. Point. I've read. I've read exactly one sentence, and there should be a lot of questions. No, no, no. This I have one question so far. Please, please. escort. Um, escort. Is that just? Is he? Are they just that being polite? A, yes, that is a nice term for uh, a woman of the evening. Because you can hire a lady a, of the night, a person who you pay for sex. Yeah, because you can hire an escort legally. That's like you know, yes. like paying for a date. Like it's not necessarily like money exchange for sex. That's a right. Hooker. That's, that's where, a that's a street corner. We're like, yeah. No, you're you're correct. Okay. The technical, okay. To be technical, you can hire an escort legally, mm-hmm. and all that really means is you're right. That is literally meaning you're paying for a, someone to like just be with you on to certain place. Yeah, right? yeah. It is commonly thought to be that a lot of those women will will have sex with you if you are if you are willing to pay for it that is a very common thing so i have personally no yeah well let's be clear i neither of us are speaking on personal experience we just (laughs) we're well knowledge enough that we know this stuff exists um and that's as far as i'm pretty sure most people know what this is exactly so that's why i'm putting it out there so we don't get emails it's like uh, you know, blah blah blah. You guys know an awful lot about the whole <laughs> prostitution thing. What's up? Yeah. So, but that's what I'm curious about. Is is like they don't give a lot of details, obviously. But I'm wondering yeah. if maybe. Well, let's continue the story, and then you'll, I can make my point. Um, Ezekiel Gilbert, good old biblical Ezekiel, uh, shot Lenora. I I don't know how to say her name. Frego. We'll go with Lenora Frego. In uh, oh geez, I didn't even catch this the first time. Uh, in the neck of Christmas Eve, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, after she denied his request for sex uh, and wouldn't return the hundred and fifty dollars he paid for her, uh, that is when he was authorized to use deadly force. So, under Texas law, and now I'm quoting. Uh, an individual is authorized to use deadly force to retrieve stolen property at night. This is what his lawyers cited as justification for Gilbert's actions. The, the obviously reasoning that she had stolen $150 from him and didn't re- 
once she <laughs> didn't give it back, he shot her, and it was legal for him to do so. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering, like, if he paid her the $150 as, like, a let's go to an event together, and then he sort of, like, was like, okay, now I get the sex, um, and maybe she wasn't <laughs> that kind of escort, you know? Like, I'm thinking this is a huge misunderstanding and that guy's a huge dick <laughs> you know oh, yeah i mean i don't think well from, okay. we're not this texas jury i don't think it is <laughs> yeah neither of us are saying that he was justified i'm just trying to think no of... the texas the state of texas says that it was justified <laughs> it's <just> ridiculous <sighs> um girl was only 21 oh my god uh, in an interview, yeah, in an interview played for the jurors, Gilbert never mentioned anything about the theft. So, I mean, there, even that is a little bit of a, you know, kind of a, a, a. It is a it is something to cast out on his testimony. But anyway, the testimony is over, and he is a free man. Uh, yeah, the Texas okay, the Texas provision also authorizes deadly force to not only retrieve stolen property at night but also during criminal mischief in the nighttime. what the heck is with texas and giving something at night like it's it's specific maybe they have an escort problem i oh, well okay no there are some i know this i know this for a fact there are some areas of texas that are really dangerous right and you most likely don't want to be out at night anyway so I guess, but there it's so odd to me that they would say that specifically. Why would you specify the nighttime versus the daytime? What freaking difference does it make if the robbery takes place at night? Easier for them to hide? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Uh, the Yeah. This is, this is a really crazy story. And I, I mean, couldn't the city like do a... What's the word? Well, okay, like Like the like the the letter of the law here is that you you can prevent someone who is fleeing immediately after the the, even immediately after the theft and during the nighttime, and that's assuming that it's a burglary or a robbery, meaning that you can shoot them if they're running away. Uh, So long as an individual is reason reasonably thinks that the property cannot be protected by any other means, so I think that last statement alone is probably enough to convict this dude this i'm sorry convict this douchebag but hey i'm don't live in texas it just seems like and, and this, this is a this is a some this is a summary of the facts i don't know everything about this but on the surface this seems kind of this seems seems kind of messed yeah i think if you were to do this in any other like especially if you were to do it in canada it'd be like uh no you murdered somebody (laughs) you're going to jail like well dude like there are it depends on the state there are absolutely places that you you wouldn't think would be legal to do but you are like for you like okay and this all right you're familiar with the old west yes yes okay the cowboys. Mm-hmm. Okay. So during this time, mm-hmm. a lot of folks were traveling from the eastern states to the western states. And a lot of times in the western type states, there was very little law. Right? 
it's uh, you know it's kind of like the wild rest like you know you either shot you get shot or you or you shoot somebody yeah like this town ain't big enough for the both of us exactly right and like there's very little actual law going on it's really just all kind of it's kind of all up in the air but there was always a sheriff (laughs) no that's no i get it but you got you got to think that that guy it's really just about his word against somebody else's Right. right, like he didn't. You didn't need a jury. Like you are were well within your right to shoot somebody if they were like, if if they were like, like running away from a crime, a, a, an right. alleged crime. Well, the funny yeah. thing is, is that in the old west, you probably would have gotten away with this crime because the escort did refuse to have sex with you. Yeah, yeah probably. But anyway, my point in bringing that up is, in general, and I'm speaking very generally here, mm-hmm. from east to west. The, the easier it is to legally shoot somebody or kill somebody. Is Texas... So, I thought Texas was sort of like just... It's in the southern states. But in Texas, Texas is kind of its own thing, but it's it follows under the same principle. Like in, Cal- in California, um, you can... If someone, if someone trespasses on mm-hmm. your property, like right. if someone breaks into my... You know, if someone breaks into my apartment right now, I can... I can... I'm, w- I'm within my right, my legal right to kill them if i wanted to do you have a oh is this a personal question do you have a gun in the house (laughs) is that a personal question see that's the thing yeah it probably is and no no i would never like that's not me not that i have any you know i don't i know people who own guns i don't have a particular problem with owning a gun but (laughs) it's just in and california is a blue state like a more democratic state anyway Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, the the gun culture here is a little bit different. Right. So I think that tends to have an effect on things. Whereas in Texas, the gun culture is quite, yeah, it's much different than California. So is Texas like Quebec in the sense that they want to like split off and be their own country? They, <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, I, it's hard to gauge that kind of thing. But I've heard of many, many times where some, you know, a group of people say, we want to secede from the union. I I don't know why these people are especially old, but that's that's how I picture them. That sounded very Texan to me. (laughs) We want to secede from the union. And then, you know, they point their gun at me. Oh, I thought you were doing like a spit take. (laughs) Like one sure, of the, why not? And then out of the out of the corner of your ear, you ding, because <laughs> they they do the chewing tobacco there. That's true. If I learned anything from That's the Wild true. West, but I mean, like I think we've talked about this even before. Texas kills more people than any other state, like in, in terms of the death penalty. Yeah, like, it's far and away more so than any other state. Texas likes their murdering, I guess. Yeah, they do. Weird. Oh my gosh! Like I have a cut, and the real quick story here. Sure, I have a cousin who I don't know if she's still. I don't keep a lot of contact with her, but I had a cousin who lived in Waco for a little while, and I don't know if you remember about. I don't know if you remember Waco, but it there was sounds a thing, familiar. There was a thing a long time ago where there was this just a, a more or less a standoff of these crazy people in Waco, and okay. it really just was a botched thing. But anyway, I'm not going to get into it. The point is, is super dangerous down there. And she used to live there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
<laughs> we haven't seen her for a little while, and this is this is my other co- this is my one of my other cousins, and he happens to be in Waco, and he goes to visit. He doesn't really know that it's especially dangerous at night, so he goes up to this door to <laughs> and knocks on the door, right? To say, "Cuz I'm your cuz, don't you remember me?" <laughs> And and by the way, she's married to a man that he hasn't met. Oh my god! So, so uh, wouldn't you know it? He knocks on the door at night, which, by the way, you should not be out at night anyway. Right. Which I believe we've covered that. Don't be out at night. Got it. And knocks on the door, and he kind of cracks open the door. His other hand's behind the wall, and he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> he's like, "Hi." I'm 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 the I'm your cousin, <laughs> or rather I'm, I'm your wife's cousin, and he just kind of like looks at him crossways like okay, <laughs> and my cousin uh, Stephanie she came up and she's like oh my god and obviously they really knew each other but no there was a there was a there was a shotgun right next to the door frame that he was palming at the time because I guess that's a problem <laughs> people claiming to be their cousin. No, people people showing up for any number of reasons, claiming one thing, and in actuality just want to like have an opportunity to do all kinds of nefarious things. I've I've been on the receiving end of something like not necessarily a shotgun, but this is a <laughs> this will be like a, a an interesting sort of a comparison. Um, I was living in an apartment without uh, parking. And I needed a parking spot because when they plow the roads, uh, if it's a really bad snow, they tow all the cars and charge you a bunch of money. So I needed a parking spot. I asked the next door neighbor who I had never met before, but I'm sure she had seen me in passing. So I go to knock on the door. She opens some, you know how sometimes they have like a screen door and a main door? Sure. She opens the main door and that opens and then uh, the screen door is on the outside and, and she's sort of talking to me through the screen door as she's asking oh hello how are you and blah 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 i go to grab the screen door to open it just to have a conversation with the woman so i could talk to her so i don't have to talk to her through the screen door and she grabs the screen door and slams it so i can't grab it (laughs) and i was like okay i'm not gonna grab the screen door and uh she's just like i didn't know you so i wanted to make sure i had that barrier it's like lady if i wanted to hurt you (laughs) the screen door wouldn't stop me (laughs) thinking about that in my head like you know that's the the difference like oh she was happy to open the door that would actually protect her but the screen door was just a little too far for her comfort zone i suppose all but, right uh, it was weird it, it really threw me off because i'm a nice guy and I, I probably wouldn't hurt anybody but it's like man <laughs> i didn't claim to be her cousin so i guess i didn't do that <laughs> you, well that's your problem yeah i probably should have said i was her cousin then she would have opened both the doors exactly mm. ryan that's a show it is. That was fun. We should do it again. Next week. Every week. Let's, all right. You know what? Let's do that. We got a five-star review. We got some feedback. This is from Flying Above the Clouds. This is in the U.S. iTunes. So w- way to step up there, U.S. Yeah. Uh, it says, a good listen. This podcast is fun and enjoyable. It provides interesting, unbiased well, that's kind. Unbiased <laughs> discussion about politics. And now I know a little bit more about our friendly neighbors to the north. Yeah. All right. That hey, rock on! Thank you, flying above the clouds. I guess he's he's democratic then, right? Because we're right, we're democratic. Who's we? 
Like both of us are pretty like what is it left wing? I'm trying to think uh, of the terms to talk to you politics. See, I don't like the I don't like the labels, man. Okay, I'm not trying to Chase label me us. Down. But we keep we keep talking about guns and drugs as if they're the worst <laughs> things in the world, right? So that was like we're not conservative. It is it, it is a common thing mm-hmm. for uh, the we'll call it the conservative side to be more pro gun. Okay. Uh, the drug thing, <laughs> that's a little bit more murky. Everyone's against drugs. Yeah, I guess you're right. But guns especially, we've been pretty down on guns. And murder. Um, yeah, not, yes, murder. We're not big on murder. <laughs> Unless it involves a beaver. Um, if you would like to let us know your feeling on murder, uh, <laughs> in email info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Your feedback is always appreciated. I am at the lazy elephant. Ryan is at unhappy beaver, and this per- beaver is particularly unhappy. And if you don't please him, he will kill you by biting <laughs> you in the leg. Uh, obviously, we'd love to have more feedback and reviews, so please feel free. Uh, you know, obviously, the five stars on five stars on the iTunes is we always enjoy that and helps keep you know our numbers up and the wheels the wheels are turning. Just, it's the grease on our wheels. I don't, yeah. That's, I don't know. That's an imperfect metaphor, but hey, there you go. It's still a metaphor. You can find me at P. Swickard. And Ryan, I know you're at the R. Murphy. Mm-hmm. I know you're at the Gamers Inn. I know you're at the Zamp. Yeah, yeah. Um, next week's E3. Are you going to E3 I, this year? I'm going to try. Okay. I, okay. I got my pass and everything. Um, I would really, really, really love to go. It's a matter of, as I don't know if you all heard him, but I have a two month old. And it's really just a matter of <laughs> figuring stuff out with that and my job. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think we'll have have you on for our annual E3 Ooh. report, but uh, that'll be on the Friday probably, uh, or whenever you're able to make it. But uh, uh, Scott Johnson will be joining us next Tuesday after all the conferences are complete, talking Nintendo, EA, Ubisoft, Sony, and the Nintendo. Um, that's Tuesday at 6 p.m. on the Gamers in Twitch account, so be there. That's kind of awesome. That's yeah. a good get, Mr. Scott Johnson. I'm I'm looking forward to talking to Mr. Scott Johnson. So uh, when we go to Nertac, there, get all the fanboying out, and it's just you know when we go to Nertac, <laughs> and be like, "Hey, man, how's it going? I'm super cool. I've already talked to you before, so it's uh, it's yeah. all good." You you and I know each other. We've done shows together. Yeah, we're we're show, you know show. <laughs> I know I do I do the same thing. You can do shows though. You've been on multiple shows. Uh I have. Um not many, but yes, I've done multiple. But you've met him, so you're you're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, thank you everyone for thank you everyone for this week and we look forward to joining you next week. See you you got to play it cool. This is what I've realized. This is inside inside baseball, sir. Mhm. I'm giving you pearls of wisdom. Give me them pearls. <laughs> Throw them pearls. Uh, Feels like Utah is like a mini Canada without hockey or beer. So far. <laughs> Maybe. You got the nice that people That could be true. You got, you got a hell of a lot of nice people. That is absolutely true. Yeah.